Okay, we are back for episode 47 of the Ricky Henderson podcast, the greatest of all podcasts, the GOAP. I'm your host, Alex Espinoza. Glad to bring in my co-worker, Kyle Madsen. We're actually in the same building, but in a different... We were going to do it in person, but it's it's too technical difficulties. So he's in his office. I'm like down the hall. What's it's up, Kyle? in person. I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm sifting through the A's roster right now. I know. That's <laughs> so hilarious, right? You're like, it's, who... It's really rough. I don't know. So... I think, I mean, we were just talking about it over there. Um, I think the biggest, let's just talk big picture before we, so this is a season preview episode. Uh, Everybody knows about all the trades that went on. Uh, Just to recap for everybody, if you, if you missed it um, within the past three, two or three weeks. um, Who? Yeah. So first was, first was Bassett. Then it was Olsen, then Chapman and then Mania. Um, They've all been traded. Frankie Matos for now is still the opening day starter. But uh, we were sure. just talking about pitching depth, right? It's just going to be, it's going to be rough. <laughs> yeah, I don't, the, the, so real quick, just what, what you said there about, about the players they've traded and what they did this off season. If you're going to trade Chris Bassett or you're going to trade Matt Olson or Matt Chapman, you would expect if you're moving Shamanaya, you would expect that if you're moving all those players in one offseason, you would have like a pretty awesome farm system at that point, right? Yeah. I'm looking at the MLB.com rankings right now. Uh, I just passed number 15 and the A's aren't on here yet. I know. It's like they, they got a. I, <laughs> I think honestly, the Olsen trade was pretty good. I think they got a really good return for Olsen. But other than that, I mean, it's a lot of dudes who are question marks or like a couple years away. Um I mean, I, I heard somebody make the argument like, hey, that's how they got uh, Simeon and Bassett in the first place. This was in 2015 when they traded for all those guys, too. So, you know, it's just going to take a couple of years. We're going to see if it, how it plays out. But, yeah, it's not like they got any, like, super, like, major banger, like some, like, absolute stud, you know? I mean, right. There's nothing to be excited about. Yeah. <laughs> end <laughs> of podcast. Like, that's it, guys. Uh, that's the end of the end of the season uh, preview podcast. <laughs> yeah, they, they get get fired up for A's baseball. I wore my. I'm wearing a, a Jesus is my homeboy T-shirt that I bought <laughs> because I love Jesus Lazardo. I love that dude. Big Marlins guy. Big Marlins. Huge Marlins guy. Uh, <laughs> he was he was pretty frustrating, obviously, because he he um, wouldn't stop throwing fastballs down the middle for the A's, but. I, I think he's going to be really, really good. And I've been able to tell myself for now, like, oh, the Starling Marte era was super worth it. Marte was awesome. It was <laughs> super fun to watch that guy. And he helped the A's stay relevant for however long they were relevant last year. But I just, and I just think at some point, Lizardo is going to figure it out and he's going to shove. And it's going to be like, of course they traded that guy. <laughs> and how, so, I mean, I'm assuming you've been an A's fan your whole life or what? Yeah. yeah. Just so, as, so long as, grew as, up as, up- as long as I can remember. Yeah, so you grew up out here. Uh, where'd you grow up, and like, how long you've been going to the Coliseum for? All that good stuff. I grew up in the in the East East Bay. If you want to call it not the Bay Area, like I wouldn't argue with you, but I call it the Bay Area because it's easy. I grew up in Brentwood, so <laughs> yeah. forty five yeah, yeah. minutes east of Oakland. Yeah. Um, man, I've been going to A's games since I was like nine or ten. Mm-hmm. I think was I, I might have gone to one before that, but I don't really remember. Yeah, but that that early the early money ball kind of kind of run with uh, Jason Isringhausen and the big three and Miguel yeah. Tejada and Eric Chavez those are my earliest days memories. So yeah, it's just been you know like every A's fan listening to this podcast, you know, ups <laughs> and downs, and you just kind of learned well, people are like, how do you do it? It's like, bro, I don't know. I was born in this. <laughs> <laughs> like I have no choice. <laughs> yeah, I don't. What do you want? Yeah. Well, I was gonna say when when did you realize? Uh, like oh god they'll trade anybody or when, when like how for me it was i think 2004 they traded away like hudson and Mulder at the same like i think it was yeah, within it was like, like 72 hours of each other i was like oh yeah. my god they'll just do anything uh when, when did you realize like oh the a's have no sacred cows or like or what what signing like did the john be signing irk you like what when did you realize i guess like in that era like oh shit the a's don't keep anybody you know it was honestly i'm, I'm so naive I just would hold out hope that like at some point the cycle's going to stop. <laughs> at some point yeah. they're going to realize that to put butts in the seats at the Coliseum, a they're going to need a new stadium because so much of going to baseball games especially is the like ambiance and being able to post on like Instagram and and social media that like oh hey here's this cool thing I did and the Coliseum is just not that, right? Yeah. But 
A, they're going to need a new stadium, but B, they're going to need to have players that people care about and they, they get attached to. Like yeah. part of the reason the Giants have been able to stay popular even in the, their post-World Series runs was A, well, A, they won. But B, like Brandon Crawford's been around. They re-signed Tim Lincecum to this massive contract that he probably hadn't hadn't deserved yeah. at that point, but he earned it. Um, Belt's been there forever. Yeah, Be- yeah. Belt Crawford, you know, Posey was going to be around as long as as long as he wanted to be around. So they committed to those franchise players, and I thought the A's were going to do that eventually. But when they traded Josh Donaldson, that's how long I hung in there. Yeah. When they traded Josh Donaldson, it was like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. Like I get, I get. <laughs> that was the one that shattered your. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was, it was what 20, I think 2014, 2015, or yeah, I think it was, it was after 2014, and then then he won MVP in 2015. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, because he was he was playing third base for the for the wild card games. So yeah, it was like 24 game. when they traded him, yeah. and it was just like, oh, <laughs> understood now. And I yeah. I have a bunch of friends who were A's fans who we were talking. This is a couple of years ago, and it was like, all right ballpark looks like it's moving the right direction if they can't keep Olsen and Chapman I'm out and I'll never be out I'll yeah. never not be an A's fan like people go what do you do if they move to Vegas like I'll probably still be an A's fan yeah, yeah. I, I just I, that's I, I'm not gonna pick up a new team yeah I still follow and, the Raiders yeah I thought I was gonna hate the Raiders but I still I mean who else am I, I, I still got a root for somebody on Sundays you know right. <laughs> yeah. like it's yeah. the uniforms the same yeah so yeah. And I'm not from Oakland. I get it. If you are like from born and raised diehard Oakland and you associate your A's fandom with the city, like I'm not going to begrudge anybody if the A's leave that wants to punt, like I'm in. But for me, for me, like I I can't quit the A's. Like I'm not going to not be a fan. Mm -hmm. I love baseball too much. I love the A's too much, but, but Fisher makes it really, really hard to, like I used to be, get me opening day tickets ASAP. I'm in yeah. there. I'm in the building. And this year it's like, a opening day's not at the call. It's not till like April 18th. Dude, I was thinking <laughs> they have so the 10 game road trip. Like, what if they come back and they're like two and eight? It's like, they, oof, they, or something. They, like, I don't know. That could, could totally be. happen. That could totally it's, happen. Yeah. It's Philly. <laughs> Philly's gonna be good uh, if they can pitch. The Rays might win the AL East. And, and the Jays are like the Jays might win the AL East, yeah. the toughest division in the league. Yeah, so, so it could be a really rough start. And they don't have pitching, and like the Phillies have a crazy lineup. Like the, and the A's have no teams. Yeah. All those teams rake. And yeah, the, A's have the Blue Jays have a people. ridiculous lineup. Yeah, I didn't even think zero like people who can get who can get someone out. Yeah. So yeah, I'm um, you know, and it's not even that. Like, I mean, you know, you sit through bad A's seasons, like it kind of comes with the territory. But it's not that they're going to be I, – I, spoiler alert, I don't think they're going to be very good this year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's not, it's not that. It's, it's what – it's like what has ownership done? Because that's where my dollars are going, right? Yeah. What has ownership done to deserve my dollars? Like they're going to get my time and attention and my emotions. Like that's done. Like that's yeah. – but my money, like what, what have they done to earn that? And it's nothing. The answer is nothing. Yeah. So can I, do I have, can I get free tickets somehow? Can I know the right person and get in for free for a game? Yeah, sure. But <laughs> yeah. How many games do you think you're going to go to this year? Or do you even know if like, do you even have like a desire to like, you know, maybe the giants or maybe see Jay's giants or something like that. Or like, yeah. I don't know. Do you even feel like. <laughs> Set the over under I'm good for on average, like on the average season. I'm good for probably like, like six to eight a year. Mm-hmm. Um, this year I'd set the number at like four and a half. Yeah. And yeah. we'll kind of see. Yeah. Um, because during the summer it's like, oh, hey, uh, it's a Sunday and I have nothing to do. I'm just going to go bop out to the Coliseum and yeah. spend a day there. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I don't, I don't know at this point, like John, John Heyman was on uh, with myself and Mark Willard on, on our station, 95, seven. Yeah. And John Heyman said that the A's payroll is going to come in under what the A's are going to make from MLB's TV contract. Yeah, that's absurd. That's, that's absurd. and that's just TV money. Yeah. That doesn't count any other revenue source they have. And so when you hear that, it's like they're not trying. The A's aren't trying to win. Like they're not. 
No. They, look at the moves they made this offseason. Fisher just at, gave Fisher just was like, hey, I gave you guys, uh, I get, let you guys get Marte at the trade deadline and it didn't work out. And now I'm not going to try anymore, you know? <laughs> Yeah. And that's what, so, so, sure. so it's fine. Like, okay, they're not going to try. And the A's are far from the only team, like, like the guardians, not, try, although they just paid Jose Ramirez, which yeah. is cool. Good for him and good for their fans. But that's the thing. Like, like the A's never, even just like a one-off, like the, like, you know, the shot, the Chavez thing was before Fisher. That was 2004. And yeah. You know, and like, well, <laughs> so a buddy of mine's a Cardinals fan and they're playing the pirates. And he sent to our group chat, he's like, man, the Pirates rival the A's in terms of just like random assholes. <laughs> <laughs> and and I was like, you know, good point. Except they just this morning paid Key Brian Hayes. Yeah. So like the, the A's have never done that. Yeah. They have yeah. eight and 70, which is crazy underpaying. I think that's great value for him. But um, yeah, I just, I'm I've reached a point where I know that they aren't, trying to win and fisher's not trying to win i know the front office is doing what they can and i'm blaming the front office or the, the yeah. pr staff or the players or the coaching staff like i know they're all trying but the owner doesn't let them doesn't give them the tools they need to compete so it's like that's why i watch is because i want the team to compete and if they're just, not even yeah. trying what's the point and it just seems like they don't have any resources like they just don't put any resources in their own franchise like even they like they teamed with uh the giants to do like a joint opening day ceremony yesterday and like they brought star proud to san francisco it is everybody's like dude oakland is a whole city by itself you know it's like you don't need to like they and like they think just sending stomper somewhere is like oh let, let's just that that's it we that's all it. we have to do you know it's just like jesus christ man like there's no bobbleheads again this year i think it's the second or third year in a row they've had no bobbleheads i think it's i think i read it was them and one other franchise are the only franchises without bobbleheads this year and then I, I read some interview with Dave Cavill. He was saying, he was like, oh, well, this part of this increase in prices, we can have more promotions. And it's like fans shouldn't have to pay for their own promotion. That's what their promotions, you know? Uh, if you're so, owning, if you're owning a team and I would just, love, and, and maybe, absurd. maybe yeah. somebody's asked him this. Uh, I know the people who cover the A's do an awesome job, but I would love somebody just to point blank in an interview with John Fisher. I know he doesn't do a ton of interviews. No, he doesn't do any. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't talk. Right. Dude. Yeah. But I would, I would love to be able to hear somebody ask him or somebody in the A's front office, like if, if Fisher doesn't want to win, like, why is he owning a team? Yeah. Like, what's, what's the, the goal? point? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's like, is this a money-making venture? Then like, you're in the wrong thing. Like yeah. you're messing with people's livelihoods. Yeah. Like you're, you're messing with these guys' careers. Yeah. I mean, you come to Oakland and if you become just totally irrelevant, you're, you're killing people's earning potential and you're not allowing these guys like Sean Murphy, Sean Murphy's a really good player and yeah. you're not going to allow him a chance yeah. to, to grow in this system, grow in this city, grow with these fans and get to the playoffs and yeah. maximize his earning potential as a young potential star at catcher. Yeah. Like, or, and that's or, just one example. Yeah. Or just like, I mean, I, I think it's maybe even, hard for even big budget organizations to keep uh, infield around like Semyon, Chapman and Olsen, mm -hmm. but like, you know, like that's like a foundational, like you could like win some world series. Like, I don't know those guys, that's like really, I don't know how you could do better than that. And they were all in the same infield together. And, it's and just, they didn't, yeah. I, I get what you're saying because like no effort. Yeah. to keep, to keep like Semyon's gotten cashed out. Matt yeah. Olson got cashed out. Like I understand that like, you're not going to roll in with a payroll of like $500 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's not, but the fact that they weren't even competitive for Marcus Simeon who yeah. wanted to play in Oakland. Yeah. It's and so you do bad. the one year, 10 million paid out over 10 years. Yeah. It was like some deferred, like it was, it was embarrassing, dude. It's embarrassing. And yeah. that's, that's the part that sucks. It's not like, man, they just, you know, they offered Matt Olson, you know, 150 million, but the Braves just came in with two extra years and 40 extra million. And yeah. it's like, that no, would yeah, be it was, thing, I think but... it was the chat. It was, yeah, Chapman supposedly they came with after his like best year of his career, I think it's 2018 and 2019. They came at him with like 10 years, 150. And then it was like earlier that year, Nolan Arenado signed for like eight and 260, which is like, it was like literally his AA, his, it was like Arenado was making 32 a year and they wanted to offer Chapman 15 a year. And it's just like, Dude, it's they a forest client. Yeah, it's 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 absurd. Like they're just it's, yeah. it's just insulting. Like yeah. as a fan, 
and again, this is not a shot at the players or the coaching staff or, or anyone except the owner who doesn't allow them to spend any money. Like as a fan, it's getting increasingly difficult to be like, yes, this is what I'm going to spend my money on. And this is how I'm going to spend my summer is rooting for this team. Yeah. It's so hard. Well, let's get to the team, dude. Let's break Hell it all yeah. down, dude. Let's do this all these huge. 30 Dalton Jeffrey starts. Well, it's, I, I just think it's funny that all the national baseball people like feel bad for like, I don't know. It's like a storyline. I see John Boy tweeting about it. I'm like, okay, good. Like there's like enough attention on it now. I think people realize like, you know, Rosenthal is talking about it. Like everybody's talking about it. So at least there's attention on it, I think. Yeah. Good, and it's but, not, it's gone, it's gone yeah. beyond because this is no longer like, oh, nobody goes to A's games. Like that's been the, that's been the joke for years. Right. But now people are starting to see like, yeah. Oh, no wonder nobody goes yeah, to no, A's games. Yeah. There's no investment. There's no, it should be reciprocal. There should be like, okay, you invest and then we'll invest. And then, yeah, but no, no, it's just, it's just a one-way street. Yeah, spend a little time in the red. I know that's, he's a multi-billionaire, John Fisher, like he's a multi-billionaire. Know. He knows so much about making money that I don't know, but like if it doesn't matter, he doesn't want to win, but I mean, if you're a diehard, which I mean, the A's have, and that's what sucks is like A's fans are unbelievable. The people who are there, but to grab the casual fan, like yeah. you, there are so many other things that they need to do that they're just unwilling to do. That's what the Giants were so good at. They like just anybody who's like, oh, I don't even like baseball, but let's just go get some garlic fries and cheer on. Like, it's a good fun. Like, that's that's what they need. That's how you make the money is like those casual yeah. fans for sure. Yeah. 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 But I don't think they're going to do that. But uh, all right. Well, well, let's start off. Well, actually, well, I was going to start with the the players, but how about uh, Mark Kotze? I mean, I don't really. It's obviously it's you don't really interact with nobody. Really interacts with the assistant coaches in baseball. You don't really know anything about them too much, other than he seems kind of like a little serious and uh, you know, kind of like a hard ass or whatever. But uh, I don't know. Do you, do you feel like there's going to be a major departure between Kotze and Melvin? Or is it, I, I feel like it's pretty much going to be the same thing, right? I don't really know, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I didn't I didn't always love how Bob Melvin handled his bullpen. So maybe Kotze will have a better feel there. But yeah, I mean, it's a first-time manager. Who knows? Like, yeah. what does he do when they start 20 and 45? <laughs> yeah. Like, how does he react to that? And I think that's what Bob Melvin was so good at is, and that's why he was stuck around for so long was – Every player you spoke to would be like, Bo Mel's my favorite manager. Yeah, people loved him. The people, players yeah, right. loved him. Yeah. And they'd be up here, you know, 2012, 13, 14, well, then 15 and 16 and 17, and they're just not very good. And Bob Melvin just is Bob Melvin, and he keeps players at an even keel. Yeah. And he keeps, um, he just he was just a good communicator entirely off the rails. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was really good communicator and just like letting people know, like, yo, this is we're we're platooning or like we're splitting like, and he, he was a matchup guy, you know? So yeah. I, I feel like Kata is going to like almost out of necessity. He's going to have to do that. There's like no every day. <laughs> There's like, no, <laughs> I mean, who can play like literally 160 games this year? I don't know, dude. Like not, not, not a lot of players. Like, I think Sean Murphy is like the only guy who's yeah talented enough but you're not gonna have your catcher going yeah, on your catcher, games yeah. so I mean, yeah the, the thing with the thing with with this a's team is if they're gonna maximize whatever the hell it is they need a really good manager like you just said like matchups are gonna be super important bullpen management is gonna be super important and you have a first-time manager trying to handle all that yeah yeah it's gonna be interesting um i'm fascinated no, yeah, because I, I think uh, – I just remember him as a player. Like, I think he was pretty serious and stuff. So, I feel like, yeah, how's it going to – like, you're right. When they go through a bad stretch, how is he going to handle that? So, because yeah, right now it's easy. It's just like, you know, it's all optimistic, whatever, whatever. But, yeah, now it's going to be a little rough. Uh, but I, I think catcher is kind of a, a strong – yeah, strong uh, point uh, for that. <laughs> you got to have air, everything is qualified with air quotes. Uh, but honestly, Sean Murphy, I think a lot of teams would be happy to have Sean Murphy. He was killing the ball this spring. Uh, they brought back Stephen Vogt. Uh, then uh, Austin Allen's going to open the – I think he's going to open on the, the roster while they have 28 players. Uh, but he's out of options. So, like, I think this is like a kind of like a month-long addition for him if he's, like, got to prove he's going to he's, – he's worth it. But uh, – I don't know. What do you, what do you think about their catching? I think Sean Murphy's really good. Yeah. Um, and you probably noticed that by how <laughs> often I bring him up. I think he's, yeah, I think he's an excellent player. I'm trying to bring up his batted ball stats. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, he's just he hits the dude. He hits the piss out of the ball, man. No, I know. I, I love when he uncorks. <laughs> he like he gets his whole body like he torques, and he's like a huge guy. And then like yeah, he like can't even stay on balance. Like he just puts like when he gets a hold of a ball like a Murph bomb is it's crazy, dude. Yeah, I didn't love um last year. He he started swinging a lot a lot more and and drawing way fewer walks, which I don't love, but like dude go go hit home runs and go mash like that's yeah he hit a lot of doubles gonna hit, he's never gonna hit 280 so yeah he hit a lot of doubles too people are saying like he's probably gonna get traded by the deadline or something i'm like oh, geez, i don't know i don't even want to think about the deadline because that's probably think about it they're gonna be out of contention and they're like if they're still he's a Frankie, really good he's a yeah. really good defensive catcher who yeah. hits the crap out of the ball like every team yeah. needs catching like if you can catch you're gonna stick around in the league yeah and when you're a and good catcher, like, yeah, yeah, he's, 20, he's a yeah. 27 year old catcher yeah. who rakes and, and is, is very good defensively. Like every team's going to want that at the deadline, yeah. every single contending team. For sure. So and, I imagine, I imagine that's part of why Austin Allen will stick around is because they're not going to, uh, yeah, that's very true too. Murphy being, being on the roster beyond July. Yeah, because I think, I know Vote is technically a catcher, but I think he's honestly going to be playing a lot of first base, like, and D, like, I don't even, he came in, like, he hit like 195 last year, I think. So I don't even think you want him DHing, you know? It's like, it's A's though. Yeah. I know. Rolling Steven vote out as the DH <laughs> that would be is great. so peak. Like, yeah. hey, here's this guy. Yeah. Like, we're putting him in because you guys like him. <laughs> like, we don't yeah, even like, care hey, about the production. Favorite. Bring him back. Yeah. Hey, just the, cheer. <laughs> the, the wild thing is like, Steven vote, sneaky, really nice 10 year career. Yeah, dude. After the Couple whole all-stars, one of them rain yeah. last year. I mean, yeah. yeah. Shout out to him, man. Love, yeah, I love And I, I mean, yeah, I think he's like basically like an assistant. I I really think, I mean. Next manager? Him, yeah, I mean, him and him and Jed are just like, I think those were just like kind of like charity signings for like, Fisher was like, all right, here's two million. Go get these guys and <laughs> we'll, we'll make all people right. happy. <laughs> I don't want to jump all over the diamond here, but I love Jed Lowry. Let's do it. Let's go right. Well, go let's go to first base. Jed I think Jed's going to go. I think Jed's going to be playing first base some this year. So let's go to sure. Let's talk not? about Jed. What, what I mean, what, what, cause he's a pro- professional hitter, the consummate professional hitter or what? <laughs> Dude. Yes. Like he, if it's hit right at him, he's going to field it. And then he's going to step up to the plate and he's just going to rake either side yeah. of the plate. Doesn't matter who's pitching. You can just rely on Jed Lowry to put together a really good at bat and he's going to hit the ball hard somewhere. And I just, I, I love guys like that. I mean, he's just, he's, he's not great. He's not going to be an all-star, but when you look up and down this lineup, it's like, Jed he's like is, the best hitter on the team right now. Yeah, dude. The best pure hitter on the team for sure. Is, for sure. Yeah. Like there's zero, there's zero players who they're going to put in a lineup where I'm like, Oh, that guy's better than Jed. Like no chance. It's Jed like Lowry's they're, great. They're making they're paying him like eight hundred fifty thousand a year. Like, all right, Jed, you're gonna be our number three hitter now. <laughs> like, they hey, signed him like a week before the season started. <laughs> hey, and honestly, like, good for Jed. He's oh, yeah. in year forty. Yeah. <laughs> um, how long has he been in the league? So this is year four fifteen for him. So he's in yeah. year fifteen. He's thirty seven. He's gonna make close to a million dollars to go have no pressure. Yeah. And like DH and play a little first base and just get some hacks in. He's living life. That's a yeah. great thing to do by age That's 37. I think it's not bad. Yeah. Shout out it, to Jed. And, and I think also, uh, uh, I think Sheldon Noisy, I, I think I heard Kotze say he's going to be uh, part of the first base picture as well. I think it's going to be pretty hodgepodge. I mean, I, I don't know if, I, I don't know if they've even announced um, their, their, their final roster yet, but I don't know if Billy McKinney's going to make it, but he could factor in over there too. But I, I think what is going to be the biggest drop off that people don't really realize yet is the defense. Like Chapman and Olsen were so freaking good, like so fucking good. Like, yes, just like, and Chapman was really good at just like routine. I don't, he just like, I don't know, he made some ridiculous just plays, like maybe four or five, like, oh, that was a really good play, like every, every game. So, yeah, uh, and, and like Olsen so, was the scoop machine. Like I don't know, dude. It's gonna be rough. <laughs> I was talking to somebody the other day about the Giants mm-hmm. and how one of their difficulties is gonna be defensively because they're trying to platoon all these guys and and the person I was talking to goes, "Well, defense doesn't matter that much." And it's like, "Oh, but it definitely does." Yeah, it does. Yeah. Like it for sure does. So when you're listing the things, I think that's a great point you made is when you're listing the reasons the A's might lose like 95 games this year, 
it's because like, A, they're going to struggle to get people out on the mound. But if that's 1A, 1B is like when they do throw outs, or it's going to be even harder to throw outs because the range at first is going to be way down. The range at third is going to be way down. Yeah. The range at second, depending on who's and over then there. Elvis Andrews is like 34. Like he can't really, I mean. Elvis Andrews is their everyday shortstop in 2022. Yeah. <laughs> and also, yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll go we'll get to Elvis, but like, also, yeah, I think on days, like if Jed's out in second and Elvis is in short, like, oh man, just hit it up the middle and you're probably, you'll probably get a single, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah, well, and then second base, uh, well, Tony Kemp, I think honestly, it was funny. My, my friend, she works for Apple and she was asking me, Hey, I'm doing this A's campaign. Who should I put on? I was like, I don't know. I think, uh, who she's like the face. I was like, I think Tony Kemp is honestly probably like the most marketable player they have right now. And it's just dude. like, damn, dude, like MLB, damn. MLB put out a graphic <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah. It was like the AL West is going to be tough. And then it's Otani. Yeah. It's Jared Kelnick. It's uh, Jose Altuve. It's like Simeon, yeah. <laughs> it's Marcus Simeon, yeah. and then Tony Kemp. Yeah, like, man, <laughs> Tony Kemp. And then, and then I realized as I started looking down the roster, that's probably the right who, pick. Yeah, I mean, who else are you gonna? I mean, I, I love Murph, but he's kind of boring, and he's like a catcher. It's and, like ah, you know, Tony. Tony's like exciting, like you know, he's like very effervescent kind of guy. So. But and then you then you realize it's like yeah we're well, gonna put on their jet I mean it's like you got I think you got to put Tony Kemp on he's like the the like the face of the A's right now which is hilarious he was he was a two 2.7 WAR player last year which is like damn shout out to Tony Kemp he had a really nice year but he was so good across the board like career highs in everything yeah. he walked more than he struck out that's like, what's absurd to me that's what's crazy yeah. to me dude yeah it, it, he unbelievable like great really great year and he popped a few home runs it's like all right tony kemp yeah he had like it's a homer like, in the bronx that like won like, the game and dude I, there's that it just as i look at his fan graphs page when you when you when i was doing some digging for this pod it's like oh this is just regression city <laughs> <laughs> yeah like oh that was there's no way he does that again yeah i don't know right I, well i don't know i think uh, i think he he said he figured out something with the swing like he figured out how to use his body more so that helped out but but i am encouraged by the the walks i think the walks the strikeouts is always is, is something that yes. could is that could translate so i think that's yeah. good but i also like it, it's just fun to, it, it's actually interesting i i thought he was uh, i just i he makes a lot of eye-catching plays on defense but then i was looking at the metrics and he actually is like like i think on fangraphs defensive metrics he actually did not show up great like he had a really yeah, low a zone great rating and um and stuff like that but I don't know. I thought he played a good second base. Just from what I saw, I thought he played a great second base. So, does um, he? All he has to do is play a better second base than Jed Lowry. <laughs> yeah, that's the standard. Yeah, and then uh, we got a good old Elvis, good old Elvis Andrews over at uh, shortstop. Um, how? Uh, what you expect? I mean, he's probably going to be like the number two hitter. I think honestly this year, which is funny. He it should is... be a number nine hitter, but he'll be probably a two hitter. I don't like what I you ask what I'm expecting for <laughs> from Elvis Andrews and it's just like not, nothing yeah his <laughs> I'm I'm I got his numbers in front of me here got some singles maybe some singles some there's nothing he sub 300 defense. on base last year a sub seven uh ops like he's just not yeah he's just I, not a good he's an uh, like and i don't want this to be an like a a bashing session talking about you're right because i don't hate elvis andrews in fact i like him very much yeah i think he's great for the clubhouse like he's like the og now but yeah but when if and this just again like you talk peak a's like he is a 34 year old unserious everyday shortstop that's he hasn't he hasn't had a runs created plus over 100 since 2017 yeah and he's only done that twice in his career it's not like he's this awesome player but like he's just not a good player anymore i know and it was just they, they did it they literally did i think so that was the trade that they did uh for chris davis chris davis and, and they got uh 
that was like a money play. Basically, they needed that because they got some extra cash from the Rangers and they used that to fill out their bullpen. So it was basically like, okay, we'll just take Elvis. <laughs> but yeah, you look at his, I'm looking like his barrel percentage, bottom 4% uh, in the in, in the league. Uh, his hard hit percentage is, is 21st, which honestly seems high because he, he like. 21st he just, on the just, A's? No, yeah, I know, right? But like he, he, all he does is just hit singles and it was just like, dude. If you got a double, it was like, wow, it might as well have been a homer. Like, there's just nothing there. And then uh, I just think it's also interesting if, if he uh, – I was looking on Spotrack. If he gets 550 plate appearances this year, his $15 million, contract, uh, $15 million contract for next year are, like, automatically guarantees. So, it's like – they. <laughs> so, there, I'm like – the A's are just rooting for Nick Allen to, like, be like, okay. Uh, like, they're just hoping, like, by June or July he's probably good to go. They can call him up and – Watch Sorry. Elvis get a lot of days off. Yeah, just randomly. Like, They're going to yeah. do everything they can to make sure he does not get to that 550 number. Like, it's crazy. They don't have another – they don't even have anybody else. They, until Nick Allen comes up, I don't know who else could Chad play. Chad Pinder will play there. Yeah, They'll throw Jed. Dude, give me the over <laughs> on Jed Lowry innings at short. Oh, God. Sheldon Noisy will get in there, Sheldon thick boy. Will, dude, why not? Yeah. Uh, I think Noisy's going to play some second base too. I think he's going to get, like, I know he just looks like a big boy and second baseman are usually nimble, but I think Noisy's going to get over there at second base too. He came up as a second baseman, right? Am I misremembering that? Um, I think, I think so. And then I think he's literally going to play like all the positions. Like, and then, um, yeah, yeah, Elvis, yeah, I'm not really expecting much, but then, and then there's Kevin Smith who actually had a pretty good spring and I'm kind of intrigued by Kevin Smith. Uh, there's some, I wish he had a better baseball name. When your name's Kevin Smith, I feel, I feel like expectations are low. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. Kevin, you're Kevin Smith. Like, oh, you know. <laughs> no, there's, there's, there's value in a good baseball name. The, the counterpoint to that is Sky Bolt. <laughs> like, Sky Bolt is such Very an elite true. name. Like, oh, this guy's going to be he sick. This guy's going to be electrifying. Yeah, he stinks. Yeah, he's like career 111 hitter or something like that but it's so bad um but yeah i think yeah third base is just gonna be rough i think noisy and smith can bring some potential power but the defensive drop off is just gonna be massive and pitchers are gonna be hurting because of it and i think that's the biggest drop off but i don't know smith looks like he's all right he got some power uh, i think he had a few dingers let's see here uh, yeah, he had some cool. dingers over the spring <laughs> so but yeah, he had three and led the team with 11 RBIs in the spring, 325. Not bad, Kevin Smith. Look at him go. And he'll, be, and he'll, and I bet, you know what? I bet he plays some short as well. So maybe he'll be like Kevin Kuzminoff, another third base Kevin. Uh, <laughs> all right. And then the outfield. Um, of course, Ramon is uh, suspended for the first 27 games, I believe. So he'll be coming back early May, but probably immediately get traded. Yeah, I mean, I think when he comes back, he'll hopefully. Yeah, they need him to do something. Um, like honestly, okay, here's he kind of faded last year. He was good, but then he kind of faded. Yeah, yeah, he got off the juice. <laughs> but um, <laughs> an outfield. This is a very serious outfield. If you have Seth Brown in left with uh, Pache in center and Loriano in right, yeah, that's good. That's yeah. a st- that's like defensively at least. Yeah, defensively I'm, that's solid. Yeah, that's it's that's actually really like the, Yeah, and that, I, I think, uh, I, the, yeah, like the big knock on Pache is just he can't hit. You know, I think that's Man, what he says. Is um, let's see no how, how did he do in uh, let's see how he did in. He has world. none stick, dude. Yeah, I mean he hit. Yeah, he hit two twenty two, three strikeouts. I mean three walks, ten strikeouts over the over the thing but i think yeah everybody he just has no power like he's a singles hitter he's basically up here because of his defense and that's great but i don't know where the, a lot of runs yeah it's like that's the thing it's like the a's aren't gonna get anybody out or score any runs and that's not a good formula to have you know? <laughs> yeah that's and that's what that's what that's what sucks is it's like oh pache like great but it's it's like you can't even get excited about that yeah because he can't hit. It's not like, oh man, tons of upside. Like, watch out. It's like, no, man, they got they got freaking center field Andrelton Simmons. Yeah. Like if he hits like 240 with like some doubles, that's like the ceiling, you know? And oh my like, god, damn. that would be unbelievable. Yeah. Like that'd be great, you know? But it's like, yeah, it's rough. I mean, I think he has the right attitude. He seems like uh he's kind of like he has really high expectations of himself and all that stuff. And 
it's only 23 but uh also it's like you wonder if maybe in other organizations he would still be triple a kind of get some grooming but now they're just throwing him in and yeah. you know what if he just can't figure out pitching and he just kind of messes up his whole career i don't know <laughs> you know like it's 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 like these are just in a rough position they just kind of have to put in whoever they have right like know? there's no there's no alternative yeah that's the other thing is like when you look at um when you look at their triple a roster it's not like oh hell yeah but wait until this guy comes up it's just kind of like yeah, like Nick, Nick Allen, Allen, I guess. Yeah, Nick, Nick Allen, Allen, but he, on, him too. I mean, it's it's like, oh, his defense is ready, but it's like, can he hit? You know, um, and even if even <laughs> when he does, it's not like he's gonna hit. Like, like if he if he ever hits double digit dingers in a year, that would be like amazing. You know, so um, I just I <laughs> well, also I I think um, I think from spring training, it looks like Pinder's gonna be out in left field more. Uh, I think I think him and Brown are kind of gonna be splitting time out there. Um, you know what else sucks about this team? <laughs> what else, Kyle? <laughs> a guy like Chad Pinder. All right. I am the leader of the Pinder Hive. I like Chad Pinder a lot. He's the A's like best to second best player at like five positions. Yeah. <laughs> and I love players like that. He hits bombs when he gets a hold of it. But they're going to turn him into i don't want to say they're going to turn him into a bad player but they're going to make him seem like he's a bad or invaluable player yeah not valuable player because they're going to play him way more than he should be playing yeah it's like, like with the warriors like when they sit everybody and like chris chioza has to play like 20 minutes and you're like <laughs> man this guy sucks cheese wow cheese catch it astray wow but it's not but it's not it's not but that's just it. and that's exactly what i'm getting at Chris Jones is an NBA player. Like it's not his fault that the Warriors made him play 20 minutes that night. And it's like, Oh, that's not his role. Like yeah. that's a role he shouldn't be in. And that's, it feels like what the A's are going to do with Chad Pinder. Like, Chad Pinder shouldn't be getting like 600 plate appearances. Yeah. But it feels like he's gonna. Yeah, he might. Yeah. I mean, cause I don't know. And then also another thing I think, uh, uh Stephen Piscotti is dealing with like some, some risk but dude that uh, that signing just really never i mean he never really I, I think 2018 he had a decent year but he's just been dealing with nagging injuries it seems like the whole every yeah. past three years and he hasn't never really does uh he's okay at defense but it's not like fantastic and he's the most yeah he is i'm glad he got to be home and with yeah. his with his mom that was the biggest thing yeah right yeah. which is like that obviously matters more than anything that happens on the baseball field but talking about baseball specifically yeah like he's a fourth outfielder yeah for sure that's 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 what he is and i think he'd be a really good fourth outfielder but if you're trying to make him your everyday right fielder you're gonna have a problem and then yeah. that's when he is helping and stay on the field so Crazy. He's the highest paid player on the team right now. $7.6 million. 7.6 is the highest paid player on the team. He's making 23% of the payroll. <laughs> That's so sad. Dude, they only have one, two, three, four, five, six guys making at least a million dollars this year. That's absurd. In 2022. <laughs> That's crazy. Did you see that? Not to not to not to uh force Sean Hammond to this podcast again, but did you see that tweet from him about the A's payroll? Oh yeah, and yeah. It's the same as it was in 1991. Yeah, 1991. They're like, yeah, they led the league in payroll, 33 million dollars. And it's like 31 years later. It's wow. Still 33 million dollars. Dude, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So Piscotti's making 7.6. Elvis is making seven because they got some money. Frankie's making five. Trevino's making three. Pinder's making 2.7, and Kemp's making 2.2, and then that's it. And that's everybody else is under a mill. <laughs> that's oh absurd. Unless Jed and Larry hit some incentives, and then they'll get into the Millie Club. But yeah, fingers crossed for that. It is slim pickings, folks. And then there's, yeah. I think there's five players this year who are making more than the entire A's payroll. I mean, it's just, it's, it's they're not even playing the same game, you know? Um, right. And it's like Sky where... Bolt, like. He honestly is a triple A. I don't know if he's a big league player, but he's probably going to break. You know, he's probably going to, he might even start. He might be in the opening day lineup. Who knows? You know, he might be in there. So if Sky Bolt's in the opening day lineup, I will go to zero games. <laughs> All right. You hear that, Katze? 
no uh, kyle's kyle's attendance is online here oh god <laughs> if i have to do god I'm already, <laughs> it's so funny the, talking the about I, this shit like there's a major league team <laughs> the thing i hate the most is that i talk about we talk about this team and all the things that is or rather is not yeah and it's like all i can think about is i'm gonna be sitting there on july 26th <laughs> in the middle of the season just tuning in 705 here i am you got me lead it off off. (laughs) it's nine nothing after three i'm turning it off but boy i was there at the start yeah for sure dude isn't that hilarious dude sports i love it and call me a clown like it's just Self-loathing. I think Ace fans are self-loathing. Is what I think are. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> Do we miss anybody? Is that? I mean, I think it's pretty much it. Uh, Seth, I think talking Seth... about the pitching staff. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I was thinking about. Uh, I was thinking about the outfield. I mean, like, was everybody? I mean, I guess Seth Brown. Ooh, I'm just looking one one walk, 15 strikeouts. Not ideal in, uh, in spring training. I mean, he he's also very capable of going on some like that. Whatever the opposite of a heater is, he's very capable of doing that as well. I have a fun game to play. Yeah. <laughs> let's run through let's decide who the a's all-star is going to be this year oh god is that still a thing is that is there still a yeah, requirement one, one uh, rep per team i think it's got to be murphy right i think because i think it's got to be murphy tony Kemp. Uh, unless a pitcher like unless frankie or right i, I don't even want to say that no nah, there's no way I mean, maybe color. I don't know. I can't even like bring myself to say with a straight face. So um, that's that's the that's the thing, right? Like when you need a guy, just grab that team's best pitcher. We'll put him in the bullpen if he pitches. He pitches. If not, if not. But yeah. like, who? Yeah. Who? who yeah, who's know, it, who's gonna do that? Hopefully, Murphy has like fourteen homers by then and sitting like two fifty, and he they just or you know or like twelve homers by then, just just enough to to check off enough boxes, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh god all right then the pitching the let's frankie is still on the team as we record this on a thursday afternoon um it's like t minus 24 hours so the first pitch i think um but yeah i mean i I honestly think i i I thought he was the one they would hold on to just because he's only making five million and i think honestly i'm gonna be just seeing how him bassett and mania i'm gonna be kind of like comparing them the whole year because i think i think montas might do better than them anyways just he definitely has the best stuff and that's the thing out of those three his game yeah he just has the best yeah yeah he's 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 too good like that he's the the a's best hope is that he just shoves and then they can deal him at the deadline for maximum return yeah because i don't know if i don't know how or if he's on the team past july yeah yeah. And then after that, like, who's who's their second best pitcher? I think it's Irvin. I think it's honestly Cole Irvin. It's Cole. It's I think it's yeah. easily I, Cole Irvin. Yeah, I think. I mean, if it would be, I, I think if James, I, I was expecting. It's too bad Caprillion's hurt because I'm expecting him to take a huge step up this year. Uh, I yeah. really liked what I saw out of him last year. Uh, I think he'll be a big uh, boost when he's back. But, but I mean, when yeah, I mean, when your top three pitchers are, you know, Frankie Irvin and and James Caprillion, it's it's like there's still question marks, you know. I mean, it's 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 rough. And then the Giants over here got like five established veterans. It's it's wild, right. man. It's like the A's just aren't even playing the same game. And then um, and then I think uh to round out the rotation, they're gonna have Paul Blackburn, Dalton Jeffries, oh, yeah. and Adam Aller, who was acquired in the Chris Bassett That's trade. That's a player I've heard of. So <laughs> Aller's gonna be making his big league debut. So uh, he almost quit a couple of years ago, but he's glad he stick with it. Um. So, dude, have you looked at Adam Aller's numbers? No, I haven't. All I, all I heard of was he throwing 94, 95, but I, I got there you go. Yeah. Live with that. Live on that. <laughs> well, what did he do? Uh, let me, let me go back and see. He's, what not, he did he's just not, he's not been, I don't want to say he's not good because all these guys are professionals. They're good. He's not um, a productive professional pitcher. Okay. <laughs> I think is the I think is the right way to say it. Yeah. Um, it is. It's going it like. It, I don't want to call it the worst rotation in baseball because 
because the Orioles are not good either. But John Means shoves. John Means is really good. They're opening day starter in Baltimore. But but Montas is good in his own right. So that's kind of a wash, I think. Um, yeah, I just don't know. Like when you in 2022, like teams are going to figure out how to score runs. Like they're going to figure out how to push runs across. But and they and the A's have just enough guys that can that can hit some tanks that like okay they'll 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 score here and there. I just don't know if you get if you get a starter. Let's let's say they do get Dalton Jeffries through five innings or or uh, Adam Aller through five innings. Yeah. Who do you feel good about in the sixth? Who do you feel good about in the seventh? Yeah. I mean, literally, I, I don't think there's anybody in the bullpen you can trust. I mean, their their top guy is Lou Trevino, and he's um, very up and down. Yeah, he's. I mean, sometimes he's yeah, he's lights out. Other times, like most of the time, it's pretty uncertain. Like you just don't know what you're getting. You know, it's not uh, like oh, Trevino's coming in. Oh, this is gonna sew this up. Seven pitch inning, easy. It's like oh shit, strap in. Trevino's coming in. Um, and all roads lead to <laughs> to Lou Trevino this year, you know. Are we finally going to get the experiment with experiment with AJ Puck as the closer, though? I think I think honestly that's his role. I, I heard uh, yeah. Kotze was saying like he's trying to get Puck to think he's like the next Hater and Josh Hater and uh, and yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, some yeah, <laughs> I mean yeah, he's lefty ninety eight, but you know some dude who throws 60 games a year and sub two ERA. I mean, that'd be, that'd be awesome. But is yeah. that realistic? No, I don't think so. So, um, you know, if he can make 50 appearances this year, that'd be, or 40 appearances, that'd be amazing. Uh, but I'm yeah. Kirby Sneed, Sam Mall. Like this is not, I mean, this isn't. Yeah. I mean, I actually, yeah, I think Sam Mall's all right. He can throw like 94 or something. I don't know anything about uh, Sneed too much. He just came over and, I think he came over in the Olsen trade, uh, but then also like their other right-handers are just a bunch of dudes, you know, Danny Jimenez, some, uh, That's they are, they're a bunch of dudes. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's just like, Hey, auto generate of... a pitching staff. Let's, let's do it. Yeah. It's like, you're making a, yeah, exactly. It's like, you're making a, uh, like a game or like in a video game. And it's like, Oh, this is just like a creative player. Just like a made up name. <laughs> yeah, like no, it's a real person. Dude. It's a whole, st- it's a whole bullpen of them. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, who is uh, let me try. It's like Le- Lemon Wall. Uh, I-, I really should have done more homework, but you know, the whole day job thing. Uh, is yeah, fun, but I feel, I mean, I feel, I feel bad because I'm sure there's an A's fan listening to this, at least one who really wants to be like optimistic. But the problem is, is like, I don't know how to paint that. I don't even know what to say to paint that picture. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I I think like best case scenario is Dalton Jeffries just gets you 25 starts. Irvin is really Frankie pitches a whole year. Um, Cap comes back and is good. And then you get what you can from Aller and Blackburn um, to fill out that fifth spot and people stay healthy. But I mean, the ceiling is yes. not too high. <laughs> you know, It just sucks, man. Yeah. It's, like you yeah. just see, you see the Rangers doing everything they can to get get competitive and spend like three hundred million on their middle infield, yeah. Right, and you see the Angels with Trout, and Otani, and then they sign Cindergard, and it's like, oh man, the Angels. Even the Mariners are trying, season. dude. Even the Mariners are the Mariners shelling are out money, good, dude. I yeah. think the Mariners are going to be good. Yeah. Um, and then there's just the A's, and then the Astros, or I, I think even though Correa left, like the Astros are going to be fine. Um. Yeah, they always figure it out. They're like the yeah. same team no Their matter what. Player development is unreal. Yeah. The amount of guys they produce, the Astros, that are just big and hit nukes and throw a million is insane. Their yeah. player dev is out of control. Yeah, they know what's up. I mean, so uh man, I should have looked up, but I'm sure they've announced the bullpen. I think it's pretty much set, but it's like Danny Jimenez, I know Jacob Lemoyne, um, Sam Mole. Yeah, AJ Puck, Kirby Sneed, Lou Trevino, uh, Justin Grimm, I believe he made it on a minor league contract, oh, and then Domingo Acevedo. So, and then Diolis Guerra's hurt, and he's on the 60 day DL. And that's like him and Brent Honeywell are both on the 60 day DL. And honestly, like as much as Guerra, like I know he was, it's easy to groan when he comes in, he still eats innings. And that's the biggest thing. They don't have anybody who's going to eat innings. Like he made, 
you know, I, I'm surprised they did not bring back Petit. I'm not even joking. I thought they would bring back Petit, but you know, Bomel left and yeah, they didn't they, have any use for Petit yeah. anymore. <laughs> didn't have use for use. <laughs> I just, I don't. I genuinely don't know. Like this is clearly a roster that was made with finances in mind. Yeah, I mean, I think once Melvin left, it was like, all right, that's it. They're cleaning the shop. So, all right, let's wrap it up with a season win prediction, dude. What are you thinking? Over under wins? (laughs) How many? You think they'll get into the seventy win club? I'm going to put them right at seventy two, and I think that's even being optimistic. Seventy two and ninety. That's very optimistic. I think it's pretty optimistic, but I'll put them at seventy two. Sixty. God, are they going to lose a (laughs) hundred? I'll go sixty five and ninety seven. Okay. So they'll stay out of they'll stay out of the uh, the hundred loss club, barely, barely, yeah. And I also think they're going to have a position. I wonder who's going to be the first position player to pitch. Um, I think because, Pinder. Pinder's got yeah. a hose. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that'd be great. I, I think the last time it was Jake Smolinski or something a couple of years ago. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of the last position player they had. Uh, I don't know, but um, Jake Smolinski. That's a that's a deep pull. Yeah, I love that. Um, all right, man. Well, this was fun. Is there anything else got to get off your chest? I mean, I know we, no. we did a lot of groveling, but uh... <laughs> no, I've got nothing. I don't. Hey, dude. Sky Bolt. Sky dude, Bolt. So <laughs> freaking help me. I hope for for uh, I just I, I hope he's in the starting lineup just so I can oh text you. God. Hey, dude, check it out. <laughs> it's it's going to be back Shane Center. I think it'll be Seth Brown and Wright, although who's pitching? It's uh Philly, do we know? Um, I don't know. Honestly, I should should have done more prep, but I've I've just been in Warriors Landia, just been pumping out Warriors content all this time, dude. I don't know. Um Phillies A's Athletics Probables. Let's see here. Dude, baseball. There's been games today. I gotta go see highlights. Is is it uh yeah, Aaron Nola? I think he's he's pretty good. I think he's supposed to be good. Yeah, Aaron Nola is a good pitcher. So he's ready. Um, so Seth Brown will probably be in there, yeah. Yeah. He's so Seth Brown. So gonna be Seth Brown and right. It'll be Pache in center. I think Pinder. Yeah, probably Pinder and left. I don't know. You think Piscotti's on the bench? Yeah, I bet. I bet Piscotti might be on the bench, dude. Honestly, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Highest paid player, baby. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. Oh no. Hey, Sky Bolt's definitely starting. Yeah. Against a righty. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Woo. Hey, dude, defense. He's a great defender. Laying out for those balls. Well, Kyle, there's only 162 games left, my friend. <laughs> I'll be over soon. <laughs> hey, but seriously, hey, thank you very much, man. This was fun. Uh, I really appreciate it. And uh, I'll be seeing you down the hall in two minutes. <laughs> yeah. In person. Right. Thanks, dude.